Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? <laughs> My name is Quincy. My show, the Talk to Q Radio Show, it's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Cool. All about it. Well, thank you for having cool. me on your show. It was so awesome to cool. be here with you and all your listeners. Cool. I ain't saying you don't screw. Screw is cool. cool. Oh my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what cool. I meant. Mean. You know, we need more shows like this because people need as much relationship help out here as they can get. I was told that I was a man Come on. Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-man. I know the value of a good man. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again. Come on. tonight and anyone else who is brave enough to call in and mix it up with them. In order to do so, 347-202-0215. You can also live tweet with me on Twitter by using hashtag T2Q. And um, if you want to learn more about the show and when it's going to air and the topics, then sign up for my newsletter over at TalkToQ.com. But first, let me explain how this show works. For those who may be new to it, this show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. 
there is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 654. We'll start right after a word from a couple of my supporters. Are you tired of the commute? Want to choose your own hours, have more flexibility, or just need extra cash? Then visit www.maliciaathome.com. Maliciaathome.com is an online source that lists hundreds of companies seeking remote workers. Malicia at Home provides free access to legitimate work-at-home opportunities to those who desire to work from the comfort of their home. Visit www.maliciaathome.com and also subscribe to Malicia at Home on YouTube. And that's Malicia, M-E-L-E-C-I-A, at home.com. And be sure to let them know that Talk to Q sent you. All right, folks, this is what you need to do. You need to check out the Slaphead and the Giraffe podcast. It has a heavy focus on health and fitness. Both of the guys who run the show have shared a passion for mixed martial arts with the UFC being a particular favorite. Now, there's Chris, a.k.a. the Giraffe. He's the United Kingdom Battle Arena light heavyweight champion, and he holds a BJJ brown belt under the world-famous Roger Gracie Academy. As well as being a professional fighter, Chris also finds the time to be a personal trainer and runs a variety of mixed martial arts classes in South Oxfordshire and Bucks. Now, Darren, a.k.a. Slaphead, is a kettlebell coach and a personal trainer. Daz, as he's called, performs the function of being Chris's strength and conditioning coach. He's well known in the local community, and he's helping one of the largest villages in the U.K. get fitter with fun but challenging kettlebell classes as well as providing nutritional advice through his Body Blitz program. The podcast provides a huge variety of topics as listeners submit questions each week. No topic is off limits as long as it's fun and entertaining. You can go to their website, www.slapheadgiraffe.co.uk. That's www.slapheadgiraffe.co.uk. .co.uk and tell them that Q sent you. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. All right, and my thanks to thecrystalshow.com, maliciaathome.com, and that's M-E-L-E-C-I-A, and to Slaphead and the Giraffe Podcast. 347-202-0215 is the number. On the Talk to Q Radio Show, I have three show legends holding. So without further ado, let me go ahead and get them on the line. 
from the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida. Welcome on the man in black, making his way to the ring. But what's happening, bro? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, man. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Just sitting back chilling. Okay, sounds like you sound laid back. All right, and to the 732 area code I go. The Garden City of, excuse me, the Garden State of New Jersey. Welcome on the show in Force Ray. What's happening, man? Uh-oh, honey, it might help if I take him off a of mute. Ray, what's going on, man? Oh, hey, Q-Buck. How y'all doing tonight? What's up, Ray? Doing well. How are you? Oh, man, just All trying right. to get older. Okay. And let me go to, let's see, I haven't heard from this person in a while. The natural state of Arkansas, the 501 area code. So welcome on, Amy. Amy, what's going on? Amy. Not much. Just uh, kicking back, watching a movie with these dogs of mine. Okay, okay. Well, cool. Glad Amy's to hear in the house. Hey, Amy's Buck. Hey, house. Ray. Hey, how's your name? I'm doing all right, just trying to get by, ready for a new year. All right. Cool. All right, we'll go ahead and get started. And uh, just, you know, a few simple questions, nothing nothing big. Just, um, you know, if you're a member of the T2Q group on Facebook, then you know that I post a lot of memes from time to time asking questions. Sometimes I get inbox things from people, and I present their questions to the group just to get everyone's opinion, and some of them are a little kind of over the top and a little crazy, but uh, it's someone's life, you know. So I decided to bring some of that to the show, let you all kick some things around. But you know it was the holiday season, and during the holiday season, uh, you have family get together, and it's not always pleasant, but sometimes it is. But, uh, Amy, I'm going to start with you. This is something that was posed to me recently. Let's say that... You go, you go to a family member's house for Thanksgiving dinner, and you have your new significant other with you, okay? So you have a new boyfriend with you. But when you get there, you realize that one of your relatives has invited your ex-boyfriend to have dinner. Uh, what's your reaction to that? You, you mean just an ex-boyfriend or like an ex-husband or... Either one. I mean, someone well, that you used to date mean, that you no longer date. It, my, well, we usually go to my aunt's, and, you know, even though my cousin is in, you know, another relationship and everything, her ex still is part of the family. So, uh, you know, um he he comes to family functions. He's still just as much family as anybody knew that, you know, my cousin brings in. So, um, now, okay. I've never had so really had that. Okay I've never it? really had Yeah, I'd be okay with it unless there was a lot of turmoil going on, um, you know, but i've i've had <laughs> i've had family not invite me so they could invite someone else 
So, because me and that person did not need to be in the same place. Right, right. Okay, so you're saying as long as it's not like any type of uh, just crazy conflict, then you're okay with it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Especially if you're married or have been married. There's kids involved. Okay, and yeah, and I can understand that. Let me go back to the phone to um, the 517, the outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit. And welcome on the author, the host, the show legend, Crystal Hickerson. What's up, Chris? Hey, how are you? Hey, Amy. I'm doing well. Hey, Crystal. Hey. Y'all saw on with Ray and Buck? What's up, Crystal? Hey, guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, She's like, uh. All right, so um, <laughs> same question to you, Crystal. You're, um, you show up at family for Thanksgiving dinner, and you realize they invited an ex that you didn't know they were going to invite, and you got your new boyfriend with you. I mean, how does that go over? Well, since it's me with the new boyfriend, I am ecstatic. <laughs> I'm like You see this motherfucker next to me That is what the fuck I was talking about That whole time <laughs> oh, Lord. So yeah So it's, a, it's an opportunity To kind of you know Dig in You know Stick it to him You know It's a beautiful thing So that plays right um, in your hands Yeah it does. It does. It's, it's amazing. That would be great. Those things never happen to me, but that would be amazing. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. Fellas, I promise I'll get to you, but I have another young lady who's joined in. It's just going to be a night of show legends. Back to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey. So welcome on the Voice of Reason, Miss Amanda. Amanda, we're shaking. Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. How's everybody tonight? Hey, Amanda. Doing well. All right, Amanda. Let me get your opinion, then I'll go to the guys. I don't know if you heard it or not, but you show up at family. That was me. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, You show up at family. Amanda, you know, let's say you're single and you have your new boyfriend with you and when you get there, you realize they've invited your ex-boyfriend to dinner because maybe your grandmother still likes your ex or something. How do you feel about that? Does that go over okay with you? Um, I think it all depends on how you and the ex um, ended things and what the new boyfriend knows about the ex. And I mean, so that can go a lot of different ways. If if it was a, a decent, like, split and it's been a while, I guess that would be okay. But if that's still a fairly fresh breakup, um, I mean, it could be awkward because it, it really it really depends on so many different factors. But under the best circumstances, everything's cool, whatever. You've moved on, he's moved on, everybody's happy, whatever. But under the worst circumstances, that could be very, very awkward. And you might kind of hold a grudge against your family for inviting him without saying, hey, Joe's coming over, or something like that, at least giving you a heads up that he's going to be there. So, right. You know. Okay. I, I mean, 
And, fellas, let me go to you and let you get your input on it. I mean, you can give your opinion of how you would feel in that case, but, I mean, Ray, how would you feel knowing that your family did this without even asking you first? I mean, family is like everybody else, man. They haters too, so, you know, if they decide to do that without telling you, there's nothing you can do about it. You at their house. But my thing is, if you move on, then, you know, you move on. As long as nobody don't say nothing to me out the way, I don't say nothing to nobody else out the way. So, you know, it's one of those things you might not be happy about it, but people can do whatever they want at their gathering, in their house. You know, you could pick up and leave, but then you let the person control you if you pick up and leave. But if you don't pick up and leave, you they have a good time, they have a good time. She ain't got to say nothing to you, you ain't got to say nothing to her. It just ain't the way it is. But now if you come in and you brought up another dude with you and all that, and family going to tell me that you didn't know that she was going to bring somebody with her, then, hey, you know, I guess you just got to accept it. But, you know, if you're that upset, you must not want them to be your ex. So you got to think about that. That's you know? true. And, Buck, what's your take, man? I mean, do you have a problem that they did it without your knowledge or – you just go with the flow. How would you be in this in this situation? I could, you know, my if my folks did it, you just go with the flow. You know, um, you know, just long as you know, long as there's you know no you know bad blood or anything, or you know you don't want to mess up the holiday because you know something that your folks did, you know, and did it and without you knowing. But you know, just go with the flow and you know just you know be as cordial as you possibly can and you know. You you know, I'm quite sure each party has moved on, so I wouldn't really worry about it. Okay. And so, um, first of all, you all are very level-headed about this. I think that's pretty cool. And, I mean, what if it happens more than once? What if it happens again on Christmas? At, at that point, do you have a discussion with your family? And don't any of you feel like maybe it would make your your new significant other uncomfortable? Even if you're okay with it, yeah, definitely. Well, it, it, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure it would, um, but it just, you know, depends on who they are, who, you know, what kind of person they are. If they are jealous that you might get back together with them or whatever, jealous of you being around them, then yeah, they're going to be uncomfortable. But if they don't feel like they have anything to worry about, then. It's no big deal, you know. Okay. Anybody else want to add or chime in or? I mean, I'll I'll chime okay. in real quick, Q. Um, this reminds me. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie um, Mississippi Masala with Denzel Washington. Yeah, and that was shot up there um, in Greenwood. Right? Yeah. So. One of the like one of the scenes in the movie like there's his he has this ex and I guess she's like a uh, I think she's a singer maybe like a local uh-huh. singer and she's moved on and she's dating this um, this record producer or something so I think when she when he sees them in the club it's kind of like oh look who my boyfriend is whatever whatever so um, at his father's birthday party 
he brings his new girlfriend who's um, of Indian descent, and that's a whole nother, that's what the whole movie's about. But, um, yeah. you know, she's there. And anyway, his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend comes to the party, um, to his father's birthday party. And it's kind of like, oh, who is this? You know, like the it, it was like the 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 ex girlfriend was kind of looking like, oh, he has an Indian girlfriend. What's up with that? So, I think that it's it's funny how if somebody feels threatened or they feel like you're they're trying to step their game up, I think that'll make the ex feel more um, more insecure than it'll make the the new person feel insecure. And by the same token, if your ex looks like a supermodel, then the new person is going to feel a certain type of way. So I think it just really depends on between those two. If the two males feels like there's a competition there, or if the two females feels like there's a competition, that's going to create more of a conflict between them than anything else also. Okay. Okay. I get that. Good points. And let me ask you this. Um, and this comes straight from Twitter. Crystal, I'll ask you, what would be your response, or would your response be the same if you were the new boo and it was your boyfriend whose ex was there with family? Well, okay, in that situation, I would have to pull him aside. and So it wouldn't be the same situation. It wouldn't be the same response. So I'd pull him aside and ask him, first of all, A, what the fuck is going on? Why is she here? B, especially if they don't have kids. Now, I can almost understand things if they have children together, then the grandma or whoever's home we're at, which is probably the grandmother or whatever, um, his mother, is, you know, allowing her to come because of, you know, the kids or whatever. Then I'll just deal with it. But if it's not that kind of a situation, then I'm like, why is she here? Um, I want to get some real information about what's going on. Um, so that means that grandma or mom obviously doesn't respect me, doesn't like me. Otherwise, why mm-hmm. would they uh, invite this past person? Um, and through the rest of the night, I would just be watching his ass. You know, to see everything that he does around her or whatever. Oh and not only him, but his family, so we can have this uh-huh. discussion later. Like, you know, your mm-hmm. sister mm-hmm. did this, your mama did this, your ass did that. And so, so we would have a conversation about it. And um, But the second time, oh, no, that's a deal breaker right there. That means these motherfuckers are tripping. If it's not him, then it must be them, and they're tripping. And now they're, they're, you know, like it's like a war or something against me because obviously, I mean, that's completely disrespectful. I'm still here, you know. I mm-hmm. mean, that's, that's fucked up. So, yeah, that would be a, a major thing. You know, people don't realize how much family affects your relationship. I mean, I know a lot of times people say, oh, well, don't let your family interfere with your relationship. They can truly affect your relationship, you know, because they do things like this. And they say other, I mean, it's just, uh, I have broken up with people because of their family, not necessarily because of them, but because of the family situation. 
because it was just too much. Okay. I mean, and it's, it's interesting. Like, when when you're the other person, it totally changed the scenario. So that's pretty – anybody feel the same way Crystal does or anyone feel differently? I do. Yeah, you're the new boo. Go ahead. Well, I mean, I feel like Crystal does, but – you got to kind of question the situation. Is this a is this a Christmas thing? Is this about Christmas? Is this about family? And this guy I'm with has an ex-wife and children, and and you know the the ex-wife comes and the kids are there. Is this a little manipulative move by the ex-wife and the and the mother or? Uh, trying to get them two back together to annoy the new girlfriend or try to run the new girlfriend off, or is this really about Christmas, you know, or or Thanksgiving or whatever, and and the fact that they are family. I would definitely question that. Okay. Fellas, y'all want to chime in? <laughs> but right, yeah. no. I mean, they pretty much. I mean, they pretty much hit it on the head. Um, because I would be, you know, I'd be questioning, questioning it. You know, just kind of, you know, observe and see what's going on. You know, and just make sure, you know, make sure the family wasn't trying to get back. You know, trying to say, you know, because you know, family does sometimes, you know, jump in and like, I don't like this new guy you with, or whatever. And then, you know, they may pick a holiday to do something to try to, you know, flip the, you know, try to flip the field on you or something. So, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, your new person is not doing it or, you know, the, you know, the family doing it or whatever, you know, you get, you know, I would be kind of observing. Okay. And um, I think that's a pretty interesting uh, scenario there, and uh, like I said, it came courtesy of Twitter from Dr. Gilbert out of the Magnolia State, Mississippi. And I think it's a good question because, I mean, like you heard Crystal's dynamic change from showing her new man off to if she's the new woman, all of a sudden it changes the whole thing. At that point is how are you responding, how are they responding. It's almost like she can't enjoy the evening because she's focused on everyone else. So it does change the scenario I mean, change the reaction quite a bit. So, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, so here's the next thing that um, I took from the T2Q group. And let's see, I'm going to start with the fellas this time. So, Buck, I'll start with you. Um, Buck, your woman, your, your woman has been cheating on you. You had no idea, right? But... This dude calls out of the blue, and this dude says that, hey, I've been cheating with your woman. You don't know me, but today she got upset, and she went upside my head, and I want to press charges, but I need more information on her. Maybe he doesn't know her last name, where she stays, or something like that. So you're just finding out that your significant other has cheated and gone upside her side piece's head. Do you give the information to him so he can press charges, or do you still – 
withhold the information because that's still your woman, even though she cheated. Well, I mean, bottom line of it is that you cheat. This is what I would say. I said, you cheating with her, you should already have that information. <laughs> so, you know, what the hell are you calling me for talking about you want to press charges? I said, you should already have, know her name, address, know where we live and all that crap anyway. So, you know, that's your loss. If you you too stupid enough to get her first and last name, then, you know, I'm not helping you as far as that goes. You know, you're on your own. I said, you, you know, that's the way I would look at it. But, you know. Okay. And, Ray, what about you, man? I would say if you better hit you, you don't need the police. You need a heart. So, you know, that what I got to do with that. You know, I don't know why guys think it makes them more of a man if you don't defend yourself. You're a cheater. You're a liar. You're you doing the wrong thing anyway. So, you know. Why would I let somebody hit me and then I got to call the police? So, to me, I would basically say if you let get away with that, you don't need to call the police. You need a heart. All right. Amy, if you're in that scenario and some woman calls you and says that your man went upside her head and she wants to press charges, um, do you help the side piece out to get back at your man or do you steal the kind of protect him, so to speak, and say, it's uh, on you. I'd say, uh, you know, if you were smart enough to get into uh, uh, someone's pants and you're smart enough to find out their address and phone number, you obviously got a phone number, you know, you just called, so it looks like you can find the address. You shit out of luck. <laughs> Amanda? I ain't got no sympathy for them. I I agree 100%. I, with what everybody else said, I feel like at this point, you're on your own because I don't know if you're playing games. I don't know if you're really just trying to start trouble or if this really happened. But if somebody did call me about that, best believe me and Ray would be having a conversation as soon as I saw him to figure out what that was all about. But I wouldn't give away his information or our information just off a phone call. Okay. Makes sense. Crystal? Okay. Well, of course, I have to agree with everybody. And, um, you know, I especially agree with the fact that, yeah, I wouldn't, like with Amanda, I wouldn't um, give them information and I don't know exactly where this is coming from. And especially with women, women are some manipulative motherfuckers. I mean, she's, I mean, who knows this actually happened? You know what I'm saying? So I need to figure out some information. But the main thing I would be, uh, I'll first I'll hang up on her and say, you know, well, you know, that is, <laughs> you, know, you know, you know what the fuck you were dealing with before you got involved with them, so, you know. And But I would definitely discuss this with him, not that I believe anything a man says, because, you know, hello. And because, you know, no woman, no matter whether she, whether this actually happened or not, there is no woman who will just randomly make up some shit 
over some guy she doesn't know. You know what I'm saying? So she knows right. him somehow. And however she knows him does not jive with whatever relationship that I think that we have together. So we're pretty much over. So, you know, mission accomplished. But, um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't give her the satisfaction at the time. But, yeah, I would definitely talk with him, you know, about what's going on, what's happening, and then, you know, it's pretty much over, you know, depending on what kind of relationship we actually have. But, yeah. I mean, he's a dude. I mean, guys, that's what guys do. You know, they fuck around. So what do you expect? (laughs) All right. And, um, yeah, I would like to know how that scenario actually turned out. Um, Because some people would be so upset with their significant other if they thought it to be true that they might give information so charges could be pressed. And uh, you never know how someone's going to respond if they're, you know, upset at the time. But um, I would definitely be suspicious of anything like that, and that would have to kind of warrant a conversation if you ask me. But uh, I'm going to take a quick break and be right back with some more scenarios. On the Top Q Radio Show, no experts, just opinions. Hi, this is Aaron Anderson of the Marriage and Family Clinic at RelationshipRx.net, and you're listening to the Top Q Radio Show, no experts, just opinions. Amanda, um, your your husband gets invited to a wedding, but you weren't invited because you know maybe the bride or groom doesn't necessarily get along with you. Y'all y'all have a history of just not necessarily seeing eye to eye. Should he be able to go to the wedding alone? Um, if if that's what he really wanted to do, for the most part, um. In our real life situation, we try to not do too much um, without the other, um, especially in a situation like that where there could be hurt feelings or there's, you know, an awkward relationship type thing or whatever. But if that's what he wanted to do, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it against him. But I mean, that's that's not the ideal situation for anybody. But if that's if he really wanted to go. Um, and that's somebody that's dear to him, then I wouldn't stop him. I wouldn't try to stop him for that, and I wouldn't hold a grudge if he went. Hello? It's like everybody just I lost you all of a sudden. Hello? Yeah. Hello? I lost Amanda. Amanda. Well, I'm still here. Hello? Okay, um, okay go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead. No, did everybody didn't hear me? I didn't hear like the last 10 seconds. So, okay, yeah, I was just saying I wouldn't hold it against him if he decided to go. 
um, to the wedding, and I wouldn't hold a grudge or anything. If that's what he really wanted to do, especially if it's someone we've been friends with for a long time or something like that, then I feel like he should be able to go to the wedding if he wants. Uh-huh. All right. And, Crystal, what about you? If you can't go, can he go? Okay, what was the scenario again? Maybe I missed something. Um, your husband gets invited to a wedding, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't get an invite because the bride or the groom, one of the two, don't get along with you, or you all have a history of not getting along. So they only invite okay. him. Is he allowed to go? Oh, yes. Do you have a yeah, problem with him? Nope, because I don't want to see that motherfucker, and I don't need to be there, and hey, enjoy. <laughs> you know, enjoy witnessing this doomed marriage. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, yeah, go ahead on. Enjoy. No, because I wouldn't want to go anyway, because anything, if he hadn't have, or she or whatever, hadn't have set it up that way, then it will probably be a battle between the two of us deciding whether or not I should go. And I would be, you know, like going, you know, we have to probably have a little discussion slash argument about me not wanting to go. So this gives me a mm-hmm. great out. So this is beautiful. I'm not even invited. So great. Yeah, go. Go ahead on. Catch up on my DVR. Uh-huh. All right, Amanda. Miss Kim, not Amanda. Amy, you feel the same way? You're okay with staying at home and yeah, your- Well, I actually got into a situation like this one time. When I got married, I asked my daddy to give me away, and he asked if my stepmother was invited. And I said, No, daddy. I said, this is my day, and I would just prefer that you come by yourself. And he said, okay. And he came, and, you know, that was the first time as an adult that I ever got to be in the same room around my parents. But, however, I found out years later from my Aunt Sally when we were talking one day that my dad caught living Hell for doing that. That Maudine threw a fit. But that's the sorry ass piece of shit stepmother she is. I mean, she um, she's always been jealous of me, and she's always tried to dr- keep a wedge driven between me and my dad, and keep me out of my dad's life, and in him into her and her kids and her grandkids and family's lives. Uh, so, and, and, you know, that's just, that's wrong. Any, any stepmother that would do a child the way my stepmother's done me my whole life and about the wedding, this is ridiculous. She, she, she made her own bed, you know, but I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't care if an ex went to a wedding I wasn't invited to. It ain't a big deal to me. All right, well, that's cool. That's cool. I know when I posted it in the Facebook group, a lot of the women were saying that um, if he, if I don't go, he doesn't go. 
software package deal and everything. So um, I said, hey, you all don't care. You all allow him to go and enjoy the wedding, and you'll be good with it. And, fellas, it may be a little different from, for us. If you're like me, you don't like weddings. But uh, would either of you have a problem if um, you weren't invited to a wedding and your wife was, simply because no. someone did or didn't like you? Mm-mm. Nope. Well, I would probably okay. I would, I would probably say, yeah, because I mean, because I would put the roles in reverse. If somebody with the personality my wife has, you know, if somebody didn't like her, she more than likely wouldn't be the problem. You know, she, if her mouth was running crazy and I couldn't talk to her, I can't control, you know, the situation, and you know, like you know, some women are you. They just go off so bad that men just stand there looking stupid. They can't tell your wife to be quiet or nothing like that. Then you understand where it comes yeah. from. But it's not one of uh-huh. those type of situations. Then, you know, nah, if, if you don't want my wife to come, then, you know, more than likely the best thing to do is to, to stick with your, your spouse on that one. You know, so, nah, I wouldn't, yeah. unless it a close family member, then if it's a close family member, we gotta try to patch it up. Okay, and I get that. I understand that. And on uh, Facebook, yeah, I totally agree with Ray. <laughs> I think if I had have uh, grown up with Ray, I would totally invite Amanda and wouldn't invite him. <laughs> oh Lord! Golly. Wow! I'm That's sorry, Ray. That was too easy. Wow! <laughs> Damn! I didn't want to go ahead. Crystal got oh. off her shot. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. I'm On Facebook. Lady, Lady T chimed in and said, no one who loves their spouse will, int- will attend any event where the spouse isn't invited, point blank. Uh, Ty Knighton chimed in from Callie, and she said no. So I guess she wouldn't be okay with her spouse going alone either. Um, let's see. Crystal Rose chimed in. Crystal is, where is Crystal from? I haven't heard from her in forever, from Charlotte, North Carolina. She said no um, in response to should your spouse go alone, and they shouldn't expect him to. So she chimed in. Crystal Rose is one of the she's one of the founders of the Indie Chicks magazine. So okay, oh, I was in that magazine. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I had um, a couple things in their magazine as well. Unfortunately, it's no longer in publication. I think it lasted a little over a year, but it had a nice little run. It was kind of cool to see them on bookshelves um, across the country with uh, in Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, and all that other stuff. So yeah, I would have to have had a hard copy of the one that I was in, but that one was only online. Oh, okay, okay. I did uh, a tattoo yep, feature. Okay. And let's see. Also, Dr. Gilbert chimed in on Twitter, said, I think it would be rude for anyone to put people in that position. 
However, I would not have a problem with him going, but I would expect for him to address the issue with the one sending the invite. I think that it speaks volumes against the person causing the division. I would certainly address, but in a nice way, I would not go and leave him out. All right, so very what do y'all think about my situation is it's the same, but it's a little different. We're talking about parents and their child a man's child getting married, wanting her daddy to give her away, but her abusive stepmother has been an asshole thorn in her side since she was three years old, you know. I mean, I think, do you think uh, I had a right to not invite my stepmother? I think when it comes to the scenario of someone's wedding, they can invite whoever they want. Um, it's their day. Yeah, I agree. They got to do whatever yeah, whatever makes them happy. Now, some people may not like that, but it's totally up to them. And if they're not comfortable with someone being there, then so be it. Now, in the yeah, situation especially after where she said invited, one time she's going to scratch my mother's eyes out. I mean, would you would you invite your stepmother? They said they're going to scratch your disabled mother's eyes out. And you know what? Saying, like, I think if, if it's a situation where well, go ahead, Chris. No, I was just going to say uh, this kind of goes back to this is more the relationship between uh, the father or the parent and their spouse, their new spouse. Because, uh, first of all, A, I would never come between my uh, husband's children and him. Because those are his children. And mm-hmm. I think that any woman, or any, first of all, any parent who would allow that to happen, th- that speaks volumes about the relationship that they have with me as a, as a child. So um, if he couldn't straighten that out, like if he couldn't say, look, I'm going to go, and that's the end of it, and I don't want to hear about it anymore when I get back because this is my child, and you didn't make my child feel welcome, you know, so therefore we have to do this. This is the way this relationship has to happen. Or you need to straighten your act up, and maybe the next time in holidays or whatever – then you can be invited. But if you love me, yeah. you have to accept the children, you know, my own children. I mean, I, I just, I just, I always have and a... She uh, didn't, she didn't when you get into a relationship, ever. yeah, that's the relationship. When you get into a relationship with someone who has children, you, they're a package deal. And I, I mean, I know there's sometimes there's situations where children are, are acting out or whatever, but a lot of times they're acting out for a reason. And it has, really has nothing mm-hmm. to do with you. It has to do with stuff that happened before you even came into the picture. So, yeah, it's a bad situation. But um, I would say, yes, he would need to come come alone and then yeah. deal with that on his own after afterwards. Okay. I, I, I thought I was yeah. in the right to I just think it's tacky that, she gave him shit about it. The only thing is that, that that has to be understood is that if you invite someone and don't invite their spouse and they decide not to come because their spouse is not invited, then you have to accept that. That's the only thing. Um, of course, That's just true. like your decision. Time, 
If you had turned come. me down and said, no, Amy, I won't come and give you away unless Maldine's invited, well, it wouldn't be the first time he wasn't there for me, you know? Mm. Okay. Well, Amy, that sounds like another show. <laughs> yeah, it really but does. I, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. All right. So, next scenario. We'll move on. Got two more for you. Uh, a wife has a headlight go out on her car. She tells her husband about it on Monday. Um, it doesn't get fixed. On Friday, she gets a ticket for having a busted headlight. She gets a ticket. Um, so Saturday rolls around, still not fixed. Sunday rolls around, a male male church member notices that her light is out, tells her to follow him to AutoZone where he buys the part and replaces it for her. So, Buck, let me start with you. Who's wrong in this scenario? Is she wrong for letting someone else fix it? Is her husband wrong for not fixing it? Or is the church member wrong for intervening? Buck? Buck? I'm here. Um, more than likely, okay. it's, it's the husband's fault because more than likely she's already probably told him three or four times the headlight was out, and then she got a ticket. So at this point, when she goes to church and the headlight's still out, you know, and this guy offers, then she's like, all right, I'll go ahead. I'm not really asked. I asked my husband to try to do it. You no, know, I asked him four or five times to replace the damn thing. He can do it. So, you know, the church member is not wrong for doing it. It's just the, the, what's wrong is the husband should have done the shit when he was told first. Should have been done the same day she said it. Oh, I'm going. I'll go to the store right now. I'll go handle it. She shouldn't have to. Re, you know, she shouldn't have to. You know, wait for somebody else to do it or offer to do it. It should have already been done. So the church member is not in the wrong. She's not in the wrong for accepting it. The husband was wrong for not doing it when he was asked. Okay. And Ray, you agree? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see a problem with that. I mean, if you had uh, ample opportunity to fix it and you didn't fix it, I think if somebody else fixes it, I don't think it's a problem. I mean, that's you know. But some guys do they, they help ladies out, so there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, uh, I would help somebody out if they needed help. You know what I mean? And they truly needed help, I would help them out. So I don't see a problem with that. But I mean, the thing is, if I felt like you know it's a situation that I didn't need to get involved with, then I would leave it alone. But just you give us right. some help. It's a co-worker, whatever. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay. On Twitter, Dr. Gilbert chimed in and said the husband is wrong. He expects to eat dinner and have a clean house, so he should fix things that would impact his wife. This is how others creep in, not doing things that you should be doing for your mate. And, ladies, I'll let either one of you chime in if you want. What do you think um, – of the situation. Is the husband wrong for not fixing it? Is the wife wrong for allowing someone else? Or is the church member wrong for intervening in the first place? 
Well, I would say this is this is kind of a hard one, but I would definitely um, fall back on the husband in the first place because he, to me, he started the whole cycle of events. Okay, because if he had just did it, you know, um, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. So it really falls back on him, and that means that he loses a few points in my book for that, and. Uh, he definitely has to pay for the ticket, and he has to pay for either a reimburse myself or the um, church member. Church guy, okay. <laughs> well, not at least not a church guy for me. It's probably the local, you know, gangster. Um, yeah, but you know, re- repay him for fixing the car, <laughs> and so he would definitely fall. I would fall back on him for for everything. And I wouldn't want to hear anything from it. I wouldn't want to hear, oh, well, why are you guys just niggas? I said, no. So we, we ain't going to even have that conversation. I don't want to hear, oh, why do I got to pay for it? Oh, no. I don't want to hear any of that. All I want to hear is, I'm sorry, and that shit won't happen again. Because, see, but what he's done, and this is probably what happens in a lot of relationships, a.k.a. marriages, is you open the door for someone like this church member, quote-unquote, to come in. You open the door for someone to come into your relationship and give something that you're not providing. And that means that you're not paying attention to your mate and you're, you mm-hmm. know, you're allowing someone to come in. I'm not saying that anyone, because uh, to me it's up to the, the person to cheat or whatever. I, I don't believe anyone can just, you know, um, steal your mate or whatever, but um, yeah. I mean, you're, you're putting situations out there where it doesn't really have to be, and then if you don't rectify them, then things can continue, you know. So, so yeah, I put it all on the husband. Husband, he he should have done what he was supposed to do in the first place. Okay, and Latoya Dominique chimed in. This is the first time. Uh, chatter on Facebook out of the Magnolia State of Mississippi. She said the husband, so her husband knows and didn't do a thing, but a church member did the right thing and assisted. So does anyone think that the woman or the church member um, is at fault? No. All right. All righty then. And we'll go ahead and go to the very last one that I have. This one I thought was funny. And, Ray, I'm going to go with you on this one. Ray, a guy in the nightclub buys this woman a drink. They chat for 45 minutes. And after he spent 50 bucks on her drink, her drinks, he asks her for her number. And she says that she has a man. Is she wrong? Or is he just stupid? Oh, man, I think it's a little bit of both. And I mean, you young boy, you get caught on stuff like that. But, I mean, you're a man, you got a little age, a little experience. So you you realize my brother taught me a long time ago when I was young, don't never buy a drink until you find out what's going on first. And, you know, these guys get tricked every Friday and Saturday night like that. You know, okay, well, 
one thing a guy has to realize, a woman will always eat and she will always drink. So you can talk about taking a chick out to dinner or whatever the hot restaurant is, whether it's steak or catfish or whatever you eat. If she can get a free ride there, she going to go. Meanwhile, come from my home, got to get up early in the morning. Oh, I don't need to that shit. Listen, the thing is, you have to find out what's going on first. So if she playing you like a friend and, oh, you know, giving you that sweet talk versus, you know, something serious, a woman like you, she flirting, she talking, you know, some real stuff. Only thing it is with women is they reluctant to put out on the first night or whatever because they feel like it's taboo or it makes them look bad. But you a guy, you can tell if it's leaning in that direction. But she comes talking about, oh, you know, she got a boyfriend and this, this, and that. Why you keep buying drinks before you ask them questions? See, yeah, I would tell any guy, you got to ask direct questions. Do you have a boyfriend? She human and high. Oh, okay. Well, does that matter? She human and high. No, I just got a friend. Okay. Are you sexually active with this friend? Okay, so you know straight up where the deal is. So, uh-huh. you know, she ain't going to get that one drink down before I find out what's going on. I don't care if she guts me. So, that's just how you got to put me. But to me, if a chick got money in her pocket, why she got to buy all that? Why you got to buy the drinks? You know, a lot of guys don't understand that. You know, you talking to me too. So I bought the first round. I guess you got the second. Talk to the street like that too. All right. Right now you'll further if you do that. Buck, we got the OG answer for, for Ray. What's your opinion on it? Is uh, is the guy just dumb, or you know, is she wrong for getting fifty dollars worth of drinks out of him, knowing that she wasn't gonna come off her number? Uh, I agree with Ray. I mean, Ray hit it right on the head. I think it's a little bit of both because, I mean, bottom line, you out there, you know, you know, you should ask him questions, you know, right off the top. You shouldn't be sitting up there just buying random drinks, you know. So, you know, it's, I think it's a little bit of both. So I definitely agree with what Ray had to say about it. Okay. Well, ladies, let me get your perspective on how you all feel. Um, do you think that the guy was just dumb or did the woman take him for a sucker, take advantage of him? Well, well, I think she probably took him for a sucker. I mean, she's sitting there knowing the whole time she's got a boyfriend, but yet she's chit-chatting it up and getting drinks out of him. I mean, that's just uh, that's single girl stuff, you know, and uh, probably nothing she should be out at the club doing if she's in a steady relationship with somebody else. Okay, Amanda, Crystal. Um, I guess I agree with the guys. I don't, I don't feel like, um, it, you know, I think it's it's both parties. Um, on one hand, hey, you you get your free drinks where you can, but on the other hand, you know, fifty dollars is a little excessive. Like I said, it's one it's one thing if it's one drink, 
But, you know, by the time he's like, hey, can I buy you another? Wait a minute before you get too, before you get too deep. Let me just go ahead and tell you I have a man. I'm enjoying talking to you. But this is, you know, at least put the facts out there. If he wants to keep buying and you've made it clear, then that's one thing. But, you know, um, I think that he should have found out what the situation was before he got $50 deep. Okay. And Crystal? <laughs> oh, Lord. She's already laughing. First of all, Catch thank you breath. for my drinks. <laughs> you know? uh, I ain't telling you shit, okay? If you – I agree with I agree with Ray, okay? You should do some you know, investigation. <laughs> No, I mean, seriously, I, I, I agree with that on every level. People should ask questions. That's the problem with relationships, especially in the beginning of relationships. Nobody asks the questions that they don't really want an answer to, and that's really the issue. He doesn't want to know that she has a man. Of course I have a man, okay? <laughs> of course dude has a girl, but he's feeling mm-hmm. everybody out to see whether or not he can, you know, Find somebody new or get somebody on the side. Of course I have a man. Of course he has a girl. So anyway, um, yeah, if you want to buy first the first drink, you have to buy the first drink because the first drink is how I even talk to you. I'm not talking to you if you haven't bought me a drink. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's number one. Okay, then the second drink, you need to be talking to me, asking questions. A lot of times, guys don't do that. You know what the first thing they do after they buy you the first drink? They say, hey, do you want to dance? That's what, that's what they do afterwards. So you go out and you dance for a while, and you come back and you have another drink. And so they're not asking questions like and doing those man. kinds of things. Right. Yeah, I'm thirsty, you know. So I want, you know, maybe some snacks or something, you know. So appetizers. So, you know. So you're not asking those questions, and no one does that. No one asks the question because they don't really want the answer because you're looking at this girl or guy or whatever. Uh, hopefully you're not, if you're a woman, you're not buying drinks for a guy. But for a girl, you're going out, you know, you want to have a good time. You want to, you know, buy him a drink. You want to dance. You want to, you know, do whatever. You want to sit in the little lounge area with her and get close whatever, and by that time, you probably have spent, I don't know, depending on what kind of club you're in, you know, you may have spent close to $50 or whatever, because you're buying yourself drinks, too. You're not just saying, here, keep drinking. You're buying yourself some drinks. So, I mean, yeah, you're spending some money. But you should know that going in. It's like going into a casino, okay? You know, you're going to shell out maybe 50, 100 bucks playing the slots you know, playing craps or whatever. You might win. You might not. That's why you have to think of it, though. You have to think of it. This is just a game. I'm just going out. I'm just I'm, I'm buying the drinks. Maybe I'll hit, you know, <laughs> and maybe I won't. But, hey, I had a good night. I had a good time. I had a conversation with a beautiful girl. So, so win-win. though. <laughs> Hey, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm having a nice time talking to you tonight. I mean, I bought the first round. You gonna get us something else to drink? 
Hey, if you don't, <laughs> and if, if you, you said no, you gone at that point, huh, right? No, no, no I mean, I, while we here, we flirting and we talking. Let's find out why you don't feel like I'm good enough to buy you a drink, but I was you was good enough for me to buy you a drink. Why can't you do the same for me? Eminem, what's happening, man? 
Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? All right, Eminem, you yeah, got in time for out. the last question. Help me out, Eminem. Damn. You got, okay. you got in here in time for the for the last question, Eminem. Here's All a scenario. Right. A, a guy's at the bar, and he meets this woman, and he buys her a drink. They chat for 45 minutes. Now, after he spent $50 in drinks for her, he asks for her number, and she says that she has a man. Um, is he just dumb, or is she wrong? <laughs> oh man, that's that's the game, baby. That's how it go. I mean, you got to pay to play. But um, you know, Thank you. um, it, it, see when it's like that, man. It's like that. It's like this. You know, uh, uh, uh a dude can't be a sole loser with it. You see what I'm saying? You know, you gotta you gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man Kenny Rogers, and that's rare because I'm not a big country music fan. For y'all, you know, millennials don't know who the fuck Kenny Rogers is. But back to the question, you know, my thing is, my thing is, like, okay, you see, now, number one, what is this nigga looking for? You see what I'm saying? Now, if this somebody who he's just casually, you know, just having conversation with, well, number one, he a fool if he's throwing it out like that. You see what I'm saying? But now, if, if this dime piece or whatever he's looking at done really caught his eye to the point where you know he's like, you know, I you know I I dig pretty deep to try to get them draws, man. This this motherfucker bad. I don't care what what the deal is with her. I'm willing to put the time in to, you know, uh, you know, hey, the finance or whatever. So you know, it all depends on the guy, you know, because like I say, the, the you know the bitch gonna the bitch gonna get hers, you know, regardless. You know, on on that side of it, you know they gonna they gonna play them games. You know, you just gotta know where you wanna go with it. Now, on the flip side of that, on the flip side of that, now once a dude done flip the chick or whatever, now you know she feeling stupid and stinking. You know what I'm saying? After it's over with. But in the in the in the, in the forefront of it, you know, hey, you gotta pay to play, baby. You you got to you got to know what you doing. See, like if you know what you doing, you ain't gonna get burnt like that. Well, you don't know what you're doing, well, you know. And this is what I mean by know what you're doing. This ain't got shit to do with reading somebody's mind or nothing. But see, it's like this here. Most guys got this little, uh, you know how people have the little angels on one side and devils on the other one? Well, when, when a chick is gauging a female, you know, you got that shit talking to you too, you know. You got the, you got the, hey, you know, um, uh, I just want to get laid, and, you know, I'm going to basically grab the first motherfucker I see that look like they open for the game, all right? But you ain't finna spend too much on that, right? Then you got the other shit that's kind of like, uh, I don't know if y'all remember that old movie, movie Jason Lyric or whatever. Now, even though that was more on the love tip, but, that's the second you know. Jason you know. Lyric reference I've heard this week. Oh, really? Damn. Okay. But you yeah. know how how the character Jada picked, you know, she didn't write off give him no play. And he basically kind of just went out of his way. So that's what I'm talking about. Now, even though that's kind of like a love tip, but, hey, it worked the same way with pussy. You know, a nigga got in his mind what he's willing to do. Now, some people have a very short list of what they're willing to do, you know, or at least on a particular woman. Others have a longer list. Now, if this dude don't have this woman on a long list, 
yeah, he going to be feeling stupid because he going to be a fool for spending this kind of money. You see what I'm saying? Now, what he should have did is, um, you know, if, if money if money's going to be, you know, you know, if money's going to be an issue, what he should have did is start throwing some questions out there before he started buying that second round of drinks or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Because she playing them. You know what I'm saying? And women are slick, man. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, uh, you know, I, hey, you know, I, hey, you know, uh, because of other reasons, I'll never be able to let some of them call into the show. But I taught some chicks very well, you know, to the point where, to the point where, you know, you can almost break a nigga without coming out your drawers. You see what I'm saying? If 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 this nigga weak, you see what I'm saying? So it all depends, man. It all depends on the dude. Now, like I say, the guys are getting up all mad and man, fuck you, bitch, and all that. Well, see that nigga broke anyway. You ain't got that. Kind, you ain't got no business spending that kind of money on no damn chick. You know what I'm saying? You know, fuck Thank that you. bitch. You see what I'm saying? But now, if you saw about it, then you, you shouldn't be spending no money on it anyway. You see what I'm saying? Because if you're looking for it, just go up to her. You know what I'm saying? Especially nowadays, bitch, I just want to fuck. Literally. You know, you'd be surprised where they get you. It's like, damn, you really do? Shit. You know, I just want to get my rocks off, too. You know what I'm saying? You know, you you know, you, you know, you, you, you did get more damage than a thermometer? You know, like, yeah, shit, come on, let's go. But, you know, otherwise, don't be crying about the damn money. You see what I'm saying? Because one thing about it. If you if the, if the chick bad enough, you are gonna dig deep if you really wanna. You see what I'm saying? If anybody can have it, then well, you know she ain't gonna cause that much anyway. You know, but uh, but uh, I don't advise nobody to spend a dime on a bra. But if you do, I mean, don't be so about it. Just be like, hey, you know, I'm not. You know, I, I hate to use the president for example, but you know, if he just at the frat house, you know, going through chicks or whatever, that's one thing. But if he say, man, that chick Michelle. It's just something about it. I gotta have her. Well, guess what? He might spend more money on bus fares, going to a whole another side of town to see her, and flying back and forth, and all that kind of stuff like that. It's the same scenario. It's the same scenario. If you want the bitch bad enough, you're gonna dig deep enough. If you don't want to dig, fine. Fuck the bitch. You know, don't spend the money on it. Then get mad. You know what I'm saying? You start getting that shit out in the open. You know, hey bitch, I don't, I don't bought you some French fries. Hey, you, you gonna fuck or what? You see what I'm saying? You know. <laughs> okay. Oh, we fucking a what? Is that? <laughs> All right. And ironically, I just came across a Facebook post with the movie poster for Jason's lyric. I don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't either. So this what's is this? a horrible movie. This is a movie that shows a man's oh pursuit of love. Wow. Okay. Jason Lear, if that was all that movie was about, it would be a great movie. But it, it skewed off into some bullshit. But anyway. I don't remember it. I saw oh, I a whole Man, show they had a Jason nice, Lyric. It, it was an unforgettable <laughs> scene with, with uh, Tretch, you know, knocking the shit out of mm-hmm. his girlfriend on the side of a house, man. Um, so... Y'all remember it that must part? must not be that unforgettable because I found Exactly. Thank you. Yes. That's my case in point. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a good contract. And his oh, brother God. and his father. I just, what? Right, right. What the hell does that got to do with anything? Well, oh, I mean, what anyway. I'm saying. <laughs> but what I'm saying, though, in contrast, you know, if if you just look at how eloquent the the, 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 the producer put that in there, like, here's. 
you know, <laughs> two couples from the same Eloquent. ghetto. And, yeah. I know, and, right. And, <laughs> he would have quit a K. But, uh, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, you got the, 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 the pure love story, and, you know, they all out on the pier, and, the, you know, they down on the, the old abandoned um, train crossing or whatever, and, you know, reciting poetry yeah. and all that. You know, Beautiful. Right. right. And then you got the hood shit, you know, her brother slanging dope, you know what I'm saying, ghetto-ass chick, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you know, so it was just like the – the tales of two cities, but the tales of two, you know, peoples, you know what I'm saying, with the same exact background. It just, it just showed you the contrast. But I, when he put that scene in there, that, you know, because they show, uh, you know, uh, uh, the scene with Lyric, you know what I'm saying? You know, it was real nice. They all on the picnic. I mean, it was all picturesque. I mean, some shit like, you know, some shit from the 21st century or something, you know what I'm saying? But, then when they showed, they flipped over to Trash Park, you know, he just fucking the shit out of the chick on the side of the house, man. Like, damn, this nigga getting raw. You know, that was some real stuff, man. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just saying, like, the, and see, you know, whenever I see something like that, the first thing I think about, like I said, is, you know, no pun intended, but the first thing I think about is how do, you know, White people react to something like that. See what I'm saying? And most of the time, um, if something would make a a a white person say, "Where that come from? Oh my God, what is that?" I mean, that is a great scenario. I mean, that's a great scene. Because I, if, if, I mean, if if I ever you know wrote and directed a movie, that would it would be you know I wouldn't I don't give a damn what. No Asians say about my shit, black people, nothing like that. But if I can get white people to ooh and ah and gasp and like just be like in shock, well that 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 means something something really hood about this then, motherfucker. Then, oh my then god, let have them you watch, watched white let, movies? Quote unquote white quote say, unquote movies. Let them watch don't be movies. a menace to South Central while drinking your juice right. in the hood. I mean, I mean movies that are I mean, people are people. It's just they have no, movies that are, no, are really no. raunchy no. and just really horrible. I totally disagree. I totally disagree. No, well, that's, uh, well, you know I have I mean? to beg to differ no, on no, that let, because let, I've let seen me, plenty let, of let, movies and let me some tell of them I can't let, even watch because of, let me like, tell you really? Why. Let me tell you why. And let me tell you why I give my theory. they're white or black, it doesn't matter. Right, yeah, it's to do. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why the reaction matters. Because one thing about it, you can take a joker, well, once again, I use the you know, the first lady or whatever. Okay, you know, she's brilliant, she's smart and all that, but don't let Michelle fool you. She got, you know, cousins and shit probably in jail, people she went to high school with and got shot. You know, so one thing about it, it ain't too many black people, regardless of what path they might choose, can't, I mean, it's like, yeah, they might not be a part of certain shit, but they still, like, kind of aware of this shit happening in the world. But a lot of white people are totally just awed. Like, they like, shit, man, you know, seeing some hood shit with some of them. You know, I ain't talking about a white boy like Eminem. I consider that a nigga. But, you know, but just like the average, <laughs> you know, I grew up on oh a farm and I was type of Oh, my God. Have you seen Showgirls? Huh? Have you seen Showgirls? Oh, yeah. Showgirls was a horrible movie. I mean, that was so that was cool a horrible that he's movie. there, yeah. like... <laughs> It was like a high-budget, low-budget movie. 
But the thing is, Maybe I'm not saying that there are many different people. It yeah, but I'm matter. not saying yeah. that, that, that white reaction is because they don't have some of the same elements in their movies. It's just that it's certain things that certain black people notice exist that a lot of white America don't have a clue that's out there that's happening like that. You know, they just kind of... Well, maybe it's the know, white America I, I, I get know. What, and they I get know what exactly saying. what we're talking about. It has nothing to do yeah. with anything. It's you know, just different like, okay, sides of the track. Like, like, like right now. It has like nothing right now, to do with all of us, race. All of us are positive people and all Seriously. this shit. But one thing about it, you know, rest in peace, but when they was going to have that reality show by shouted low with nine different baby mamas, one thing about it, it ain't a black dude that's born in America unless he's from, you know, an immigrant or some shit like that that ain't aware of some nigga in the hood that got a whole lot of chicks pregnant. But to a lot of white people, that was culture. I mean, that was shocking. Like, my God, you know, like, wow, you know. It ain't like they don't think <laughs> black people fucking, but, I mean, saying that okay. just blows the mind of some people. Okay, Q, this is another show topic. For later. I'm on the other side of this because I, I've known many different races and been around them and I know that what you're saying well, I get it, but it's actually not true. <laughs> we'll 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 name this show uh we'll have to rename that name that show Jason's Lyric. We'll have to do that. I, obviously, oh, I've been hey, sent oh, a message. You know another term? <laughs> I've been sent a message. It's, it's obviously my calling to do something yeah, on Jason's yeah. lyrics yeah. because I've heard two references and I saw something on Facebook. So <laughs> I know, right? It's my calling. I've I've been chosen. But uh, mm. all right. Uh, t- tomorrow, we got zone coverage, 9 p.m. Eastern, talking sports, talking about the Lomancheco Walters fight, if you got a chance to see it, and we'll get into football, of course. Uh, maybe we can talk some NCAA. And uh, next Tuesday, back with more current event and relationship topics. Don't know what I'm going to discuss yet, but, hey, I'll figure it out in the 11th hour, kind of like I did today. <laughs> but uh, real quick, I see the guy from the church shooting in Charleston Dylan Roof is going to represent himself on trial. So the judge said he's mentally competent to stand trial, and he's going to represent himself because uh, he's facing 33 charges, including a hate crime and murder. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. So uh, I'm trying to remember if, I, if they announced when the trial is going to take place. The shooting took place. In June of 2015, so it's already been a year and a half since the shooting, and it's a shame it takes so long for people to even get a trial and get started. Right, especially when it's but, so uh, obvious. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that goes. If you have any comments on that, you can make them. But we'll go ahead with final thoughts, and uh, let's see. I will start with Amy first. Give you a chance at final thoughts This has been a little while for you Amy Amy Okay I will come back to Amy And go ahead um, Amanda Your final thoughts 
great show. Um, glad to hear Amy on tonight. Haven't heard from her in a long time. Um, I really enjoyed the topics. I think that um, in general, the conversation was we were pretty much all on the same page uh, until <laughs> until Jason <Lurk. laughs> until a certain right. showed up at the last minute. Won't call his name, but uh, you know. <laughs> And it always happens. It's like he'll show up or he'll say something, and I can't even really remember what we were discussing before he came on. So uh, <laughs> because it goes somewhere it was, else. Uh. Yeah, it was a very smooth show. Uh, enjoyed everybody, and I look forward to the uh, to the next topic, next show. Thank you very much. Always glad to have you on, and Crystal. Okay, well, uh, of course, it was it was great to hear uh, uh, Amy on the line and Amanda. And um, as far as the, um, you know, the guy coming on who's going to be, uh, what was his name? He's, he's, he's um, defending himself. Well, this is because Dylan he's Roof. crazy. It, yeah, and it's because also I'm sure there's probably plenty of uh, pros, uh, defenders who don't want to defend him or tried to and couldn't, you know. So this is going to be pretty, um, I'm, I'm assuming pretty quick, that situation, um, just for entertainment, I'm sure, for the judge, and then, you know, allowing him to say whatever he needs to say, do whatever he needs to do. But it's an open and shut case, okay? I mean, you, would think. I, you know, and I, that's something, you know, when you think about, um, I mean, yeah, maybe he'll, but he's already been shown as being confident, quote, unquote, at least for the trial. But that's something to say about, um, I don't know if, I, I haven't done the research regarding other countries, but I think other countries are pretty swift when it comes to their judgment. And America... Mm-hmm. Isn't is not quite as swift with certain things, and so yeah, you take years before you get finished with even getting to trial, and then even after the trial, you have all of this um, appeals after appeal after appeal. It's like right. what the hell, you know. And granted, we do have you know several people who are who are um, prosecuted without uh, with actually being innocent. But they are actually a minority. They're not really the norm, okay? They're a minority, even though it seems like, you know, we're hearing about more and more people, but it actually they're the minority. So, <laughs> I don't know. I think this is just horrible and ridiculous. And to me, it's a waste of money and, and power and, and you know, manpower in the, in the jury's time. To to even go through this, but whatever. Um, you know, when it comes to the topic, it was a good show. I uh, quite enjoyed everybody's opinions and, and everything. Um, my favorite, I guess, topic was talking about you know the drinks and stuff. It's, and you know, of course, Eminem mm. agrees with me. It, it, it is a game, people. I mean. You don't have to buy anything. You can go into the club and you can sit there at the bar with you and your boys or whatever 
and you can just chill. You can just talk to girls. You don't even have to ask them for, to, to buy them a drink. You can just simply have a conversation. I've had plenty of guys that just had conversations with me, and um, it was fine, you know. But if a guy asks you for, you know, to buy you a drink, you're going to say yes. So that to me, it's on you. It's on the person who is doing the asking some a person who is who is saying, okay, well, I'm going to continue to buy these drinks. That's your fault. And you know, I have to agree with what Eminem said. Don't get mad. You know, it's like Bruno Mars, keep up. <laughs> I mean, shit. Mm. I mean, you don't don't get mad that you are spending money. I mean, reevaluate. Go home, reevaluate, and say, okay, this didn't work. Maybe I should try another strategy or something. I don't know. But um, women know what they want. Men know what they want. You can buy one woman a drink. You can ask the right questions. She, if she doesn't say the right thing, move on. There's, like, tons of other women in the club, just like there's tons of other guys in the club. No woman is sitting there waiting for you to buy them a slew of drinks all night long. They know that there will be other guys who will buy them drinks. So they're not, you know, they're not dependent on just one guy. So it's 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 kind of funny when that happens, but whatever. I think it's just pure immaturity and insecurity. You know, get your balls up. All right. Bye, great show. See you next week. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. This was the one that gave me the idea to do the mains. She was like. Um, I was like, Crystal, I don't know what I want to talk about. She's like, all those memes you post, make a show. So uh, that's what I, I did. It's so Thanks for the idea. I don't know why you even ask me these things. Because hey. it's like you have all this great conversation yeah. in your Facebook. It's like, this is amazing. <laughs> and just take one of you're those. You're my muse. So, it's so you're obvious. My, you're my muse, Crystal. I, I, I go to you for inspiration. Well, so. many men have said the same thing, so. Welcome to the question. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And Amy, are you there? All right. Now I'll go to Ray. Final thoughts, man. Yeah, um, as far as the kid in uh, South Carolina, I think he's defending himself because when you know it's over, why spend some money in, in the first place? You know, I don't think he has a chance of beating this case, even if he had the best lawyer in the country. And, you know, it is some truth to maybe some public defenders that are trying to make it out here in the law world. They don't want to take the case because it's going to be a lot of pressure with it. And any lawyer that has a law firm in town and you're representing this guy can bring a lot of scrutiny and stuff you don't want. You know, kids getting harassed in school, your wife getting harassed on her job, and people know where you live and stuff like that. So I think that's the reason he's representing himself. But as far as uh, the dating scene goes, I mean, I think you just have to uh, think about what you're doing. I mean, when you're young, it's it's all about experience. You're going to get caught. You're going to get hit on the chin just like you will in a fight because it's, it's competition. But, you know, as you get older, you've got to learn that um, you can't 
fall for some of the same tricks you did when you didn't have as much knowledge. And, you know, it's a lot of women out here looking to take advantage of guys. A lot of guys looking to take advantage of females. So you just have to know what side you're on, and you just have to play the game or play the cards that were dealt to you. But guys should go in knowing that they don't have to buy a drink or if they see somebody they like and they want to extend the courtesy and buy a drink, there's nothing wrong with that. But if a female came in like you, like your conversation, she's going to have a problem with giving you a phone number if she's reluctant about that for whatever reason. Cut it off at one drink. Because, you know, you're not going to get drunk on me for no reason. You know what I mean? Not your girl. It's not your your wife. It's not somebody that you have an understanding with. So why keep buying those drinks? And as far as, you know, exes and, you know, how you spend time with your ex, it all depends on the relationship. It all depends on who the ex is. And, you know, some exes are always going to try to stand the other ex up, but... It's your ex for a reason, so, you know, no need. The competition is over because we're no longer together. So I wouldn't worry about that, but, you know, great show. Glad I was able to get on tonight. Look forward to some football tomorrow. No doubt, man. Good to have you on for a Tuesday show. And Eminem, you got anything you want to add for what you heard, man? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great show, man. And uh, as far as that case and stuff, man, this motherfucker just trying to represent himself to, uh, you know, and, and of course, I agree with everybody else saying, too, you know, nobody really want to take the case. But, you know, uh, probably that last part, you just be like, oh, shit, what have I done? You know, so now I'm trying to play crazy and all this stuff. But uh, but like I say, man, you know, I know we had a topic uh well, it wasn't necessarily the, the topic, but one thing that came up a couple of times over the years, you know, about, um, uh, you know, demonstrations and protests and stuff like that. And it, this is a situation where over the past year or so since that has happened, and you look at all the violence, you know, I ain't right or wrong or whatever, I'm just saying, it's just like, you know, everybody and their mama in North Carolina be like, that, you know, wherever that trial is, it's going to be like, man, we're going to have to fry this dude because, God damn, you know, everybody already senses might be going to be some shit if it don't get dead. So um, yeah. save the taxpayers' money. Go ahead and fry this motherfucker like a uh, a, a, a deep-style flapjack and be done with this bastard because, number one, you know, <laughs> in no shape, form, or fashion can that shit he did be justified. And number two, you're going to waste a lot of tax dollars trying to keep this bastard alive because you're talking about protecting security, man. What he did, you probably have to protect him from the COs and shit. So that's going to be too much extra for somebody that ain't shit, you know. Uh, so I say, you know, off him, be done with his ass, you know. And uh, uh, because, like I say, man, I, I can go on and on about that. Don't Don't let me you know, start, you know, uh, blasting clips of people lined up to see, uh, you know, the execution of Tookie Williams and all this stuff. So, um, so you know, you don't want to start 
you know, comparing stuff and stuff like that. But, hey, you want to send a statement, hey, now's the chance. You know, nobody nobody can't find no gray area with this one. So that's all I'm going to say with that one. You know, Friday's bastard. But uh, uh, the X, I totally missed the conversation about the X. I mean, uh, I agree with Ray, you know, <laughs> you know, when you X, you, 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 you exonerated. You know, that's it. You know, um, you know, unless it's a situation where there's some kids involved, well, obviously you might have to have some type of dealings, you know, even if it's from a distance or whatever. But outside of that, I mean, you know, you know, all that popping up and somebody trying to get back and all that stuff, nah, fuck all that, you know. You know, nah, there's too many fish in the sea for that, you know. So um, the only scenario where I can see somebody – getting in a bind and dealing with uh, a repeat, if it's something money-wise, you know, after you about 80 years old and everybody that would take care of you done died or some shit like that, you need to, you know, lay up your last couple of years of life. But outside of that, no reason at all. Um, uh, like I say, you know, as far as the, 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 the drink scenario, you know what I'm saying, it's, you know, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying. The game is to be sold, not told, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, it's up to the guy to decide, you know, if, if you want to make a fool out of yourself, letting it go on and on and spending money. But, if you know, but if you now, if you want them niggas talking about, you know, I got it and all that kind of stuff, shit, uh, it's on you. It's your wallet, you know what I'm saying? But uh, but either way it goes, you know, it's all it's all on the guy. It's all on the guy. You totally control your wallet now. Now, if you're going to be a sourpuss about it, shit, just go ahead and, you know, now, I, now me, you know what I'm saying, I like to play the odds. You know what I'm saying? I, I'd rather deal with quarters than dollars, you know what I'm saying? Because one thing about seeing a club, everybody competing. I don't like competitors, you know what I'm saying? Go to that damn wash interior, them holes in there, they shit rolled up, half of them running out of detergent, half of them running out of quarters. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, you know, shit, yeah, you know. That's how you get some game. Oh, you gonna, oh, they're going to get some numbers and everything. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta teach them hoes humility. You know what I'm saying? You know humility leads to yeah, stability. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Shit, fuck the club. Oh boy. Shit, dude. Oh here. man. Uh, uh, no, uh, right. Sarah, the morning uh, watch the I'll get you fuzzed in the damn club, will you? <laughs> oh man! And then don't let the bitch don't let the bitch be pretty and vain. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like man. damn, she trying to watch one low before she go get a pedicure. And then you just kind of glance down and glance down at her and let her see you glance down. Like damn, baby, you slipping? Oh, you got it then? Cause now she got to prove that. Oh hell nah, nigga, I'm I'm the. I can break every nigga in this motherfucker, but you can't break everybody in this damn watch the terrier. Cause guess what? I got the last uh, rim of quarters that came out, and this light is on this damn corn machine. So, bitch, you got to come to me. You yeah, don't know what my house is over quarters. Yeah. <laughs> don't that little light come on? Put the shit out. Oh. oh, shit. Oh, Lord have mercy. Man, you need to quit, oh. man. I know, right? You need to quit. Now, I got to follow okay. this motherfucker. You got to follow that, bro. I, hey, I, man, I'm sitting up here just dying laughing over here. 
I've been laughing for like the last oh. 30 minutes. Eminem got me. He didn't take. He took the show off the rails. He didn't taking it out, out of the fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Great show though, man. Good show. Uh, love the topics and everything. I'm gonna just keep it short and sweet after all that because I can't top that, so I ain't gonna try it. But um, great show as always. And like I said, it's you know glad to have Amy and Amanda on tonight. It's real good to have you know everybody that participated. And enjoy the rest of your week. All right, thank you, sir. And Amy, I'll try you one more time. See if you're still there. Eminem scared off. Amy, (laughs) probably did. (laughs) Damn. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. Well. (laughs) Right. Thank you. (laughs) Drop the mic. All right. Well. I appreciate you all hanging out with me this evening, and um, it's been a great show. I enjoyed it, especially having um, Amanda and, and and Amy chime in, and of course Crystal Ray, Eminem, and Buck. You know, I always appreciate you all's contributions. Interesting show, had a lot of fun, and you know we'll do a show like this sometime again in the near future. So, see what else I can come up with. Of all the numerous memes I put out there, I'll see what I can turn into show questions. So I want to thank, uh, once again, Melicia at home.com. That's M-E-L-E-C-I-A, Melicia at home.com. Slaphead and the Giraffe Podcast and thecrystalshow.com. Thank you all for being supporters of T2Q. Go to talktoq.com and you can find my Email newsletter there. Um, I no longer have the uh, website t2qradio.com. I decided I didn't need to, so I stuck to talk to Q. And uh, then someone's going to take the, the t2qradio.com at, on top of that, and I guess they thought I was going to try to get it again, reacquire it, and pay for it. But, uh, nah, you can have it. So um, it's talktoq.com. That's the only website you need to know. Go there, sign up for the newsletter. Uh, thanks for those who participated on Facebook. I have a lot of responses on Facebook, and a lot of them came in kind of late, so I didn't get to read them all. But it seemed like each one of the questions tonight generated multiple responses, some of them going back and forth, arguing with one another um, about some of the answers. Like there was a, let's see, there was a guy who, said that the woman was wrong for accepting all the drinks and that she should have said something up front. And there was someone who said no one was wrong in this scenario with the wife having the headlight out. She said nobody was wrong. And so on and so on. So, But in any event, had a good time, and we'll do it again. So talk to you all tomorrow. We'll get into some zone coverage, talk about some, about some boxing. Um, We'll talk about uh, the NCAA football weekend, some big games over the weekend, and some big games coming up. And we'll get into, of course, the NFL. So everyone have a good night. Peace out. You've been listening to T2Q. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? Let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners. My name is Quincy.
is my show, the Talk to Q radio show. Carla, go ahead. I was told that I was a man-eater. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Now, let me bring Amanda on the line. I didn't realize she was holding there. Amanda, what's going on? Hey, Q. Hey, everybody. Does that make sense? I like that. I'm going to say that again one day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Follow Q, guys. Thanks. Peace out. Shit. Cha-ching, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>